0: Hi guys, welcome back to stories with a nerd. So from this point on, I'm going to be making some changes of how I release episodes. I know I've been struggling to get episodes out at the minute because I I am a student, I'm in school, and the work it's building up i've got my exams this year so i've decided each episode is just going to be a single chapter so then i can get the episodes out more frequently and i don't have to keep you waiting for as long and it's easier for me to manage so i hope that's okay with you guys so this episode is just going to be chapter 20 of was once not three times by cressida cowell and i really hope you enjoy it Chapter 20. Do you think a quest for courage was going to be easy? Oh dear, oh dear, oh dear, said Caliburn. As Azar spoke the name, Nicolavi sighed, a sigh of satisfaction. Blink, blink, blink. With a flash of magic, every single curse bottle bobbing in the lake lit up with light. And in every single curse bottle there blazed the word Incanzo with a very bright, vengeful orange light. "'You're right,' whispered the Nikolavi. eyes agleam with the hatred of the boy called Tor. "'I feel it in my heart that you are right. "'The treasure-hunting, staff-stealing, "'trickery spick of a burglar of a boy was called Tor, "'and he used my treasures, my staff, my cup, my scales, "'my adderstone, my treasures "'to become the greatest wizard in the wild woods.'" So the boy called Tor has become the noble Incanzo, the great Incanzo, the oh-so-clever Incanzo. I've heard that name even down here in my dark and terrible dungeon, and I should have guessed it was him. The Nookalavi spat out every Incanzo with as much disgust as if the word had been made out of burnt and bitter mustard seed mixed with the pus-like ooze of putrid green bad eggs. "'I've been cursing him ever since,' spat the Nicolavi. "'Every night I get the nixes to build a little bonfire down here in my dungeon "'and scramble the wrong way around it, "'wishing ill on the boy who stole my treasures and all of his descendants.' "'Oh, dear,' said Caliburn. "'Oh, dear, oh, dear.' "'It was clearly going to be quite important for Nicolavi "'never to find out that one of Incanzo's descendants "'was standing right in front of him.' "'unless he already knew.' "'I thought that you might know the answer,' said the Nukalavi, "'all thirteen yellow eyes now burning orange in fury, "'because in another extraordinary coincidence, "'you, boy, are carrying the very staff that Inkanzo was carrying "'when he tricked me twenty years ago. "'Where did you get that staff, boy?' "'I stole it,' said Tsar, looking at the Nukalavi straight in all of his eyes, one by one. "'We have answered your question correctly. "'Now give us the scales.' "'Oh, I've been tricked before, so I don't make the same mistake twice,' said the Nikolavi. "'You will climb into my throat and remove the stone that is lodged there. "'Bring the stone out of my throat where it has been burning, itching, torturing me. "'Take it out of here and up to me, then I'll give you four of my scales. "'And then you and your companions can leave this cavern with your hearts intact "'and with your bodyguard and yourselves free and alive.' Suddenly, the second part of the bargain they had made with the Nokalavi seemed very, very foolish indeed. But you might close your mouth and swallow us," said Wish in a very small voice. "Indeed, I've already promised not to," said the Nokalavi. "By magic and mistletoe, giving my life as a forfeit, complete the bargain and remove the stone on your honour." The monster put his head down, and they saw him clearly for the first time. Oh, it was a scary one that Nokalavi! Now that they saw him right up close. Great dark tentacles swung from his ancient barnacle chin, and these tentacles were slimy with secrets, besmeared with curses, encrusted with hates and petty spites and mean little thoughts, and every kind of thing you might want to dispose of, and they were clinging like glue to the hairs on those tentacles. The monster rested his chin on the ground before them and opened his great mouth like a gigantic cavern. A smell in that mouth of Disappointed hopes and deep despair, and power bad and strong, secrets that the druids wanted to get rid of, magical objects too wild for the hearts of men, lies so bitter that they would turn your lips green to speak of them. There, right in front of them, were the giant daggers of his great teeth, and even more spookily and horribly, down right at the bottom of his throat, you could see another mouth, another set of jaws closed tight shut so that nothing that went down there would ever get out we do have to keep our promise said wish shivering trying to concentrate even though the stink of the monster's breath was confusing her as she peered inside the great grim depths just as the knuckle rv must keep his we said that this was a test of our courage didn't we they had said that but they hadn't quite realized exactly how courageous they were going to have to be the sprites and Caliburn offered to fly in first and see where the stone was lodged. Wish was brave which was brave of them, not only for the obvious reasons, but because sprites have a very strong sense of smell, and so for them the stink was even worse than when it was for the humans. They buzzed into the mouth of the great beast, wands drawn, prickling with anxiety and quivering with revulsion, that they were gone for so long that Wish and Zahar began to get nervous. When they eventually emerged, they all looked green with nausea, and Bumbleboozle actually threw up. "'It's uh, yucky in there,' said Bumbleboozle. "'But we found the stone,' said Ariel. "'A small grey stone stuck tight as anything. "'We couldn't budge it.' "'It looks very sore, that stone,' said Bumbleboozle. "'There was no point in trying to transform it into birds or fish "'or anything Perdita had been teaching them at school.' because when they got down there, they wouldn't have hands to remove the stone with. Didn't I tell you that education wasn't important, fumes are? Perdita said we were learning all that stuff for a reason, that we might need it in the fight against the Knuckle RV. They did a quick mental review of the things that they had learnt at Pooks Hill over the last six months. Transformation, telepathy, speaking to animals, illusions, walk cunning, starcraft, leechdom. And it did seem that none of these skills would come in handy right now. "'But that doesn't mean they're useless on every occasion, Tsar, said Wish. "'There are some quests which, speaking to animals, might be terribly important.' "'Well, not right now it isn't,' grumbled Tsar. "'Sometimes there are problems that even magic can't help you with. "'You have to do it the good old-fashioned way.' "'You're going to have to let me down on a rope, and I'll try and dislodge it,' said Tsar. "'I should have spent the last three months practising my rope work. "'That would have been a lot more helpful.' Crusher had a long rope twisted around his waist and he tied one end round a stalactite and the other end round Zar. The giant braced himself against one of the Nukhalavi's gigantic green teeth and then slowly, slowly, he let Zar down the throat of the Nukhalavi from the sprites buzzing in with him to give out some light from their glowing bodies and offer helpful advice. Stop, yelled Zar when he spotted the stone halfway down the creature's gullet. It was much smaller than Tsar expected, so Inkanzo must have shrunk down his broken heart to fit into the confines of the pebble. Crusher held the rope steady, and with a shiver of revulsion, Tsar reached out to try and work the stone free. You, dear reader, I hope will never have been in the position of being lowered into the throat of the nuclear trying to remove a stone that has been stuck in it for twenty years, or being dripped on the disgusting goo that is sludging down the sides of the monster's throat walls. However, it is likely that you have been in the situation of trying to do something tricky, like take the top off a bottle, or mend something that is stuck, or turn a handle that will not budge, so you will probably sympathise with Tsar, who was trying to do something rather like this, under very frightening and disgusting circumstances while being given such useful suggestions by the strides, as what happens if you wiggle it the other way? Try pulling it, try squiggling it, have you tried wiggling it, but absolutely nothing worked? "'Okay, Wish!' Zar shouted up. "'I'm going to need your help. "'Even if I get this beastly thing out, I don't want to drop it, "'so I need two pairs of hands.' "'So Wish attached herself to another rope, "'and Crusher lowered her down to help Zar. "'Together they squiggled and they wiggled, and their two pairs of hands worked the stone "'out of the sore burning spot where it had been bothering "'the nucle for the past twenty years. "'We've got it!' cried Wish in relief. "'Haul us up, Crusher!' Up where he was balancing on the rim of the Knuckle mouth, Krisha began to haul in both of them at once with all the strength that a long-stepper high-walker giant can gather. Meanwhile, all the time they'd been so intent on getting the stone out of the throat, Bodkin had been perching high on the ridge in the cabin walls, watching the Knuckle And what Bodkin had seen made his heart beat ever so quick. Slowly, slowly... Ever so slowly, as Crusher and Wish and Tsar and the Sprites and Caliburn were all concentrating on getting the stone out of the Nookalavi's throat. The Nookalavi was very gently lowering his top jaw. Slowly, slowly, ever so slowly, the Nookalavi was shutting his mouth. Bodkin opened his own mouth to shout out a warning, but he was so scared no sound came out. What on earth should he do? Wait a second. The knuckle had said that the magic of the wizards did not work in here, but the enchanted sword was stuck in the scabbard. But how about the do-it-yourself magic staff? That wasn't the magic of the wizards. That worked on its own. Maybe the staff would work in here. He pointed the do-it-yourself staff at his forehead. Squelch! The staff stuck firmly to his right temple. Great. Now he had a staff stuck to his head. This sort of thing never seemed to happen to proper heroes in stories. It took a few moments for Bodkin to remember the right words to get the staff to unstick, which it did with another protesting squelch. Okay, so he had a weapon that at least worked, although it was a little difficult to see how sticking things to other things was going to be helpful in this kind of emergency. He gathered all his courage together. Wish and Zaw were dangling down inside the throat of that monster. They were his friends, and even though Bodkin was absolutely petrified of the Knuckle Abbey, slowly, slowly... Ever so slowly, Bodkin climbed down from his hiding place. It was like a very sinister game of grandmother's footsteps with no grandmother's involved. When one of the Nuklavi's eyes flicked in this direction, Bodkin froze. But he kept on moving slowly, slowly, because he had a very bad feeling about what the Nuklavi was going to do next. And Bodkin was right. The moment the Wish shouted, "'We've got it!' "'And Crusher began to haul on the ropes to bring Wish and Zara up. "'The Knuckle eyes blazed orange, and he shut his mouth very, very quickly indeed. "'Wham!' "'The Knuckle jaws slammed shut, with Wish and Zara and the sprites and Caliburn and Crusher all inside. "'Crusher's rope was still tied to the rock on the beach. "'The Knuckle jerked his head to work the rope free. "'The rope held, because the rope of a long-stepper high-walker giant is made of strong stuff.' "'And Bodkin ran.' as fast as he could towards the rock and the rope. He didn't have a plan. He just ran towards the rock and the rope. The Nookalavi's eyes blazed orange at him. "'You're putting your filthy shoes on my beach!' is what the Nookalavi would have said if he didn't have his mouth full at the time. The Nookalavi jerked his head a second time, and this time, snap. Bodkin only just got hold of the rope before it snapped from the rock and he was hauled high up into the air, dangling from one end of it. So that was chapter 20. Uh, we're going to have to leave our heroes there in the mouth of the Nicolabi. Just for a moment. We will come back to them. But as I said, this ep- the episodes from now on will be shorter just so I can get them out more frequently. So I do hope you enjoyed and I hope to see you in the next episode. <laughs> Goodbye.